Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one honest fool at a time. Aww. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is Naomi Wong. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hello, you're welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> we are blessed. <laughs> and today we're talking about Minute 34, which starts with Pippin breathing heavily and ends with Theoden saying, tell me, mm-hmm. as he is going to begin a longer thought. I'm so sad it cuts off right there. Yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. So. Such an iconic line. Mm-hmm. The, we, we get uh, Gandalf just telling us what the rest of the movie is going to be like. <laughs> kind of, yeah. He's just, just explaining the upcoming plot. He does that a lot. Yeah. Here is what to expect, and then you, you have what to expect delivered unto you, and it is good. Yes. Uh, I'd like to know what to expect, to be honest. I like Pippin just looking totally ashamed at the edge of the room. I just... It it upsets me that Merry won't look at him and no one will look at him and and he doesn't even have, like, a hand on his shoulder or anything. That upsets me. Yeah. I I want to point out in the background of this scene uh, a a guy and a dog goes by in the background of the Great Hall. That's going to be important. Because we're going to see the exact same scene again tomorrow. (laughs) They just use the same (laughs) clip twice. Just so so we're all on the same page. Yeah, like five seconds in. Uh, It's a different shot. uh, It's a shot that's like a three-quarter view up in the top corner looking straight across the hall. There's a guy walking across. Yeah, there's a doggo right there. Yeah, you you see. I see where you're looking, but there's just like slightly after that, you can still see the guy walking by, which... It's funny to me because I didn't. I don't think I ever really noticed that, but I'm listening to the commentary and Peter Jackson points it out, and I'm just like, oh. oh I see. So like 17 seconds left. Yeah, but they they just reuse the shot. God, every time we get a look at this hall, it's so nice. It's so pretty. It is. Uh, Metaseld is one of the better looking sets in the trilogy. Not enough good things to say. Yeah, there's there's so there much. So many good things. Yeah, there, there's just so much going on. I love the horses. Mm-hmm. The horses up at the top of the columns, holding up the ceiling and everything. All the banners. the The floor is just so intricate. Mm-hmm. It's like green and the red way the marble. Light streams in. Yeah. yeah. There's um. This shot that um, I've paused on 17 seconds in with the dog in the background, who's a good boy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's very um, cathedral-like. It's ju- it's just more of that, like, Judeo-Christian, like, martyr imagery kicking around yeah. Theoden. Yeah. That this looks like a, a church. Mm. It's more of that King Arthur stuff. Yeah. It's just It just follows Theoden around like he's going to die or something. No, shh, quiet. Spoilers. <laughs> Don't spoil the movie. I've never seen this movie before in my life. <laughs> I'm watching it in one minute at a time oh. so I can follow along with this podcast. How dare you? I can't imagine doing that. There was, um... Can you imagine? There was a... a, a, a Mystic pod- Pizza Minute. Yes, yes, Where yes, there were people that hadn't seen the movie before. Yeah, yeah. they were watching it one minute at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to do that. 
Yeah. We'd have to pick a movie neither of us had seen. Oh. So it'd have to be like Her either something new that we haven't gotten yeah. to yet. I was going to say Memento would be fun to do because I haven't seen that. I think that that would be an incredibly difficult movie to do minute by minute. Oh, yeah. But having having seen it, um, just because of the way the plot is structured. Oh. See, I know the structure is wonky, but I don't know the, the conceit or the twist. Yeah. Um, don't spoil that for me, anybody. Yeah, don't. <laughs> do not do it. No. Me- Memento don't be that person. is. Uh, I'm a person that doesn't generally uh, care about spoilers, but Memento is one of those movies that I think needs to be experienced fresh because of the filmmaking, not necessarily because of the plot of the movie. Mm. Legit. Hmm. It has a really interesting way of playing with with movie structure, and I think it's really important to not really understand exactly what's going on when you go into it for the first time. I think doing a mystery movie with minute by minute that no one's or like neither of the hosts have seen before would be cool mm. too. Yeah, I think there's probably <laughs> I think some inherent difficulty in probably doing a mystery story minute by minute, but like if you're really analyzing it deep, 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 like you might be able to figure it out. Just sleuth it, yeah. Yeah, it could be fun. I could see doing that. I don't know. You know, in like five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us a give us a moment. Whenever, whenever we're done with this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this uh, this conversation was originally going to be split in two, and uh, jump to the culvert scene from the beginning of the movie with Frodo and Sam, and then come back here. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I I would assume the split would come when Gandalf says he hasn't told them anything about. Frodo, Frodo in the, the ring, ring. And, then it's just and we like, jump oh, to yeah. Frodo in the ring, yeah. and then we come back to talking about uh, how when the the if the beacons of Gondor are lit, Rohan's got to be ready to go to war sometime a little bit later on in the movie. So they had to do they did a little bit of pickups and threaded the whole scene back together. So that's cool. Yeah, that makes more sense. We have a I have a note from the costume department. Oh yay! I love the costume department. So if you're watching this movie. Which we are. Think. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not. The use of the color red in people's costumes is important. Okay. It means that they are noble in some way. Oh, Aragorn's wearing red. Theoden's wearing wearing red. Yeah. Bilbo and Frodo also wear red. So does Amor and Theodred. So like that's kind of cool to me. Eowyn never wears red. Eowyn does never wear red. It's true. She's she's like a horse princess. Yeah, but it's it's one of the things that the costume department talks about. Like there's a there's this use of red on like noble and royal people in these these movies, hmm. and I'm just like I had never really noticed that. But like Aragorn and Theodred are almost wearing matching outfits. Theoden, you mean? Yeah, uh, Theoden. Yeah. yeah, they're like almost wearing matching outfits. Well, I mean, Aragorn's looks like crap. <laughs> yeah, but they're both wearing, like, the dark-colored base with the sleeves red. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theoden just hasn't been out in the wilds in the sun. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's because Aragorn is, like, the grunge version of any given person. Like, he just... It likes to be dirty. <laughs> like, everyone else in this scene is clean. I'm just going to put that out there. Everyone Including else looks Gimli. like they bathe. Yes! <laughs> Not Aragorn. No, no. He's still got mud everywhere. That's how you know he's an authentic ranger. Why? Yeah, yeah. TM. <laughs> Where are we going? Or Into the wild. He's just, he's a, he's a hipster piece of trash. Let's be real. Right. Like, 
he is that person. If he were if he were in our modern world, he would be a hipster. Oh, for sure. A dirty, These are his hipster. thrift store finds with his uh, with his man bun. Yeah. <laughs> his his messy bun and his his third hand clothes. Was he wearing the bracers in the scene with Eowyn? We we focused on his hands a lot, but like I don't remember seeing them. I don't think so because I think it's he got up from being asleep. Yeah, but then he goes outside. Oh, but this is later. Yeah, this is like later in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was early morning. Maybe he hadn't put them on yet. He just wanted to go for a little walk. Mm. I don't remember. We'd have to go back and look. Yeah, but. But yeah, he he just wears these bracers the rest of the the trilogy. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. And until the day he dies. <laughs> just guys being bros <laughs> find that piece of wardrobe that you like <laughs> Legolas kind of looks the most awkward standing here he doesn't look like he's standing here very comfortably he just doesn't know what he should be doing with his arms mm. it's like Aragorn's got his arms crossed and he's listening Gimli's resting his arms on his on his axe Theoden is Captain Morgan <laughs> It is one of those, like, the most annoying thing in scenes is when you're like, okay, what do I do with my hands? If, you, if, you, if you've not been given, like, a task to do, mm-hmm. then, like, what are you supposed to do with them? And you're like, well, these guys have their arms crossed, so we can't all have our arms crossed. I guess I'll just stand here, then. <laughs> he just... He just... <laughs> He just kind of looks awkward. I want the shot where all three of them have their arms crossed, though. That'd be badass. <laughs> like, at least, like, put your hands in your, your pocket or, like, hold one on your belt pockets? or something. Does he have pockets? I, I don't know. But, like, put a thumb in your belt and, like, hold one arm up a little. I don't know. Just, like, he just looks awkward that standing here. That's for Legolas, though. Legolas's whole thing is just very awkward. Yeah. I don't really understand what I is just... happening here. <laughs> I love every... I every time I watch Lord of the Rings, I do love watching every time Orlando Bloom is in a scene where he doesn't actually have to say anything because he has just the best background faces. Mm-hmm. I think of anyone I've seen on films, just just like like consistently, <laughs> consistently great background <laughs> acting from Orlando Bloom. <laughs> like, hmm, this is interesting. I better cock an eyebrow for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It still doesn't beat the the moment in Two Towers where he he just kind of leans backward in the the background and just <laughs> yes. eavesdropping. Yes. Like, excuse me. <laughs> oh, the camera can't see me. Better get into view. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in this scene. What you talking about? <sighs> if I'm not on camera, why am I right? here? What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> Either let me go home or deal with my shenanigans. You know. I love Orlando. <laughs> I just, it's just because of where you paused <laughs> it. Great. I just noticed how kind of awkward Legolas looks standing here. Oh yeah, that's got to be the screen cap for the minute. Yeah. Just... I, I want him to cross his arms. I want them to look like a boy band or something. <laughs> also, like, Aragorn and Theoden are both kind of looking down, but Legolas and Gimli are looking directly at Gandalf. Mm-hmm. They got a brood. Yeah, they're the broody guys. Right. <laughs> where Gimli is just like, just you know, tell me where to swing my axe. Came. It's just Gandalf. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about war, and Gimli's just like, tell, tell me more. Ooh. Do go on. I love killing horse. Huh. Oh, I've, I've just noticed that the, 
well, I don't know what they're called, but the thing that holds the pot for the food that around the fire. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that it was snakes before. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about those huh. um, last week. Two yeah. Last week? The uh, the quality of my DVD made me not quite sure what they were. They called them hellhounds in the commentary. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're very. But they're very like they're very snaky. Those look like serpents to me. Yeah, I think maybe that the hellhound thing is just like a term for the cast iron rig over a fire like that. Oh uh, right. Oh okay. Which is badass. Yeah. Or maybe that's just what they called them on set. I don't know. I yeah, literally never heard them referred to in that way before. They are actual cast iron, though. Oh, God, it's so pretty. Ooh. They are They are heavy. They look heavy. Those are those are a real, yeah. real deal metal prop. I hope somebody just has that in their house or in their backyard. Oh, yeah. I would. Right. There's two of them, I think. What? I think, they, of... I think in the commentary they mentioned that there's two of them. What? Well, I mean, there's two of them right here. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know if they mean that it's like because that comes apart into two pieces. Yeah. Or, or they have two, two of those full setups. setups. That's so cool. Wow. I would imagine they probably made two just in case. Just in case. Just just in case like one yeah. broke or like something happened to it's it. Good practice, yeah. yeah. You gotta you gotta always make redundant props. And you never know when they'll come in handy, like, you know, a hobbit sized jug. Right. right, exactly. <laughs> I mean they have to make like ten or twelve of every costume, I'm sure. Not mm. not just because of the scale like ones, the... but because they do so much combat work in these movies. Yeah, I was going to say, like, wrecked. you've got the, the several versions for the regular cast, several versions for the stunt doubles, several versions for the scale doubles. And then, like, slightly different costumes <sighs> for people. They have to do, yes. like... In various stages of distress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are dozens of costumes just hanging around. Hundreds of costumes. Thousands, even. I like this stayed and look... Yeah. This look he's got going on. I really like the embroidery on his... I like the casual. On his, um... Around the collar and down the down the front. Is that like a tunic? Yeah, I think it would be called a tunic. A vest? Uh, it's too long. It goes down below. The belt is just, like, on it. But I think that that would be a tunic. Uh, there's probably another more specific word for it, honestly. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember. Remember things. Is it baldric? Uh... Doesn't that go over armor? That's a. I thought that was a tabard. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We're just like, saying nonsense words. So many words. <laughs> so many words for for pieces of of medieval clothing. Let me see. Gandalf back in his back in his cloak with his little brooch. Yeah, I don't like this quilted thing going on. Mm. But yeah, Theoden just looks like he's just not happy. No. It's just like, I just got done fighting. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? I'm sick to death of wizards. I... Telling me what to I do. Just a con- hmm? I just noticed a continuity. A continuity error? In the wide... Sh- yeah, in the wide shot, Theoden has his left foot on the um, the stone. And and in the in the mid shot, he's got his right foot. Oh, that's because to re- re-thread this scene together, they had to flip some of the scenes so that people looked like they were looking at the people they were talking to. <laughs> Weird. Uh, that's a that's a thing they explain in the commentary. They just they just flipped some of the scenes so that they could piece it together so people were looking where they were supposed to. Hmm. No, but I mean they're all in the same positions t- in 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 um. 
Oh yes, I oh, see what you're talking about. Mm. Um, the the aerial shot, like twenty seconds in, he's got his left foot on the the hearthstone, and then the the fire pit. Yeah, there. and then like seven seconds later, it's a different angle, and he's got his other foot. See? Yeah. Oh yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that might just be. So it's not like a flip shot. That's just. That might just be just... the fault of pickups. Probably. Yeah. It happens. I just I just find it fun when you finally find a continuity because I'm like, if I was on set, I would get some sort of button for that. <laughs> Didn't they have like the continuity thing where they would give them medals if they pointed them out? Or is that on Hobbit? That might have been a Hobbit. Might be Hobbit. Hobbit. Anytime we can see the banners behind Theoden's throne, I'm just like, oh, they're so pretty. <laughs> Man, I just, I hope so much of this stuff is just like in people's houses. I know. The casting crew just got to take so much of the stuff home. Yeah. <laughs> But some of it is just destroyed and repurposed, which just makes me feel sad inside. I gotta, gotta get a significant role on something of this bigger budget so they can give me stuff, right? Or so you can just sneak stuff out. I need some interior decor. I would never, I would never. Anyone listening out there, I would never steal anything from a set. Yeah, hire her. <laughs> but I would like to be gifted. <laughs> right. But you hear, you hear all these stories of like bigger celebrities just like swiping stuff from sets and then just being vocal about it. I mean, <laughs> literally, like, <laughs> didn't didn't Chris Hemsworth just walk off set with every different like, like he's got like several different Mjolnirs? Oh, probably. <laughs> he just walked off set. He's with... like, "This is mine. <laughs> I'm worthy." Like, I think Aragorn <laughs> kept his sword and his horse. So, yeah, but those were like, well, he was gifted. He was gifted them. Yeah. Well, he was gifted the sword. He might have bought the horse. He, uh, he bought the, the horse, horse. yes. He didn't just like. He didn't. He didn't just like take. The <laughs> he horse. just rode off all the way to the, the set the of Hidalgo. <laughs> he just rode to the set of Hidalgo with Brago. <laughs> just cue that that one that one clip from Emperor's New Groove where Crunk just pulls down the thing and says, "By all accounts, this doesn't make any sense." <laughs> actual horse thief Viggo Mortensen well, now my brain is just like if they ever make a live action Emperor's New Groove Viggo Mortensen is crunk no you have to have what's his no. name Patrick um, Warburton yes yes absolutely yes he's he's, he's, he's the perfect beefcake yeah, for that he's role bulky. yeah he's a big dude I mean he, he plays the tick doesn't he in the Amazon tick series is isn't that, that him? him no who plays the tick in that I don't know I thought it was him I uh, I don't know He's the voice I associate with the tech, for some reason. You are correct. The twenty, the two thousand one TV. Oh, series. he's from the the first live action tick series. Aha! That's why he's the voice I associate with the tech because I remember seeing that, watching that when it premiered. But yeah, Patrick Warburton, he is a he's in fact a big dude. Oh my god, he's in that Netflix series of unfortunate events. Okay, I gotta watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the the narrator person, oh. right? He plays the Perfect. um Lemony Snicket, I think. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. I've not actually watched it, but I'm pretty sure that that's who he that's plays. That's awesome. Oh, man. Live action Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. It's just a CGI llama. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want this. David Spade can <laughs> still do the voice. <laughs> it's a, if it's a CG character, he can just still do yeah. the voice. Dude, llamas are scary. But, but, but who's, but who's going to play the live action version of him when he's not a llama? Because David Spade is way too old for that yeah. role. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
Cusco is supposed to be like 18 years old, right? Or 19 or something like that. I don't know. Who who would play Cusco? I don't know. The the actor that Probably. plays Cusco. Mm. Cusco's actor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> imagine imagine if you will, Steve from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> But who who would play uh what's her name? Uh Yisma? 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 Hmm. Who would who'd play who'd play Yisma? Maggie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Judy um, Dench. Judy Dench. Oh my god. <laughs> Meryl Streep. <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito plays Yisma. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. What about uh what about Cusco's buddy? I don't know why. Cusco's friend. May I offer you a spinach puff in this trying time? <laughs> <laughs> Just Danny DeVito delivering the Cusco's poison He's lines. Yeah. <laughs> well those are crocs. <laughs> Pull the lever. I mean if you <laughs> Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> Um, just imagine that in Danny DeVito's voice, though. <laughs> Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> um, do we have anything else to say about Exposition Gandalf Part Five or just, whatever part? This once is? again, Exposition Gandalf. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I think I think we're good for today. I think now it's coming to <laughs> Danny DeVito's. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, to finish out the week uh, with Naomi. Whoop whoop. Uh, so you're welcome. If you would like to join the conversation and perhaps a fan cast the live action Emperor's new groove, you can have her head over to the Facebook <laughs> listener group Fellowship of the Mic uh, and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five star one really helps us out. Uh, but uh, yeah, help us help us out. Keep us keep us going strong. Keep the Palantir on. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Bye.